The following program The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Stations. Now Brad Underwood says let's go. Frazier dribbles, backs away with three, going to have to shoot it with two, a long, long three. Oh, he got it! He got it! And that's going to end the half and listen to the roar! Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip-off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for fighting Illini basketball. Almost a five count, lob, intercepted by Nichols. He takes it away, fast break the other way, layup is good! And the crowd on his feet and a timeout Northwestern. Rebound on the floor, grabbed out of there and cleared by Felice. Coast to coast, off the glass, got it to go down, counted and he's fouled. Now from courtside at the State Farm Center on the campus of the University of Illinois, here's your host, Scott Beatty. Game number two tonight for Illinois basketball, and it's a big one as they host the Georgetown Hoyas out of D.C. Hello, everybody. Scott Beatty alongside Lauren Tate from the State Farm Center. Georgetown in with a record of 2-0 on the young season. The Illini 1-0 after their season opening win over Evansville. This is the first time these two teams have met since 2005 when the Illini beat them here 58-48. And Illinois owns the all-time season series, the all-time series between these two teams, four games to one. The Poyas, of course, now are coached by their native son, Patrick Ewing, one of the all-time greats in the history of college and professional basketball. And Brad Underwood skippering the Illini in his second season. A young team, Lauren, tonight here for the Illini and certainly will be uh, undersized in terms of height, but we'll see what the Illini can do. Yeah, I know. That, that's probably the most overrated thing in, in basketball is height. You know, don't you think? If you look back on over, over the years, and what, what were our best teams? They weren't. I mean, you go back to 89, uh, Final Four team, tallest guy was Hamilton. What was he, 6'6", six, six really, 6'7", six, listed? And what was Augustine? He was he was legitimate, 6'9", maybe, I, I don't know. But we, Illinois didn't dominate with height, what I'm saying. Their best teams did not dominate with height. But uh, this, this is a, a, a really big game tonight because the fans will be here. But this is one of six games that I see before Christmas, all before Christmas, that are going to be real determine how, how Illinois is going to be. We got the game with Notre Dame. We got the game with Nebraska and Ohio State. We got the game with Missouri. And we got the games in Maui, which we don't know who we're going to play after Gonzaga. But those will be tough games. And, and really, those will be the kind of games that will help you determine just how good Illinois can be. Yeah, this is one of the games tonight that starts a string. It really does. That gets this young team to grow up fast as they welcome in the Hoyas. And maybe size isn't all of that, but certainly Jesse Govan is a load for, for the Georgetown he really Hoyas. Is. He really is. And he's going to get his 15 or 20, and he's averaging 19.5. He's, he's a good player, and, and uh, Illinois, he, he's strong where Illinois is weak. And I, I say, you know, I don't, it isn't that Georgie can't do certain things. We just don't know if Georgie can play defense without fouling. That's the one thing we just simply, there's been no indication that he can. It's a problem. And in practice, he's 
fouled a lot, and and in the in the game against uh, Villan- uh, Vanderbilt, he fouled a lot. So we've seen uh, the, the games with Wesleyan and uh, in Evanson, Evansville didn't create, didn't put him at any kind of a disadvantage, size-wise or talent-wise. I mean, he didn't, he really didn't have competition in those two games at center. No, and you know, and Brad Underwood has mentioned that you know the best defense against bigs is just don't let them get the ball down right. low, we just deny them. And and you've seen it before, where speed and defense can out outdo a big team. And the Illini, I mean, they did show that they can run a lot faster than they did last year. Well, yeah. This, this when you get the three guard lineup that, that that they'll use a lot tonight. And I, I don't mean to overlook uh, Jordan or or Monty Williams or anybody like that. But those three guards are Illinois' best when those three guards are in the lineup together. Here's Brad Underwood talking about having those three guards, Andres Felice, Iota Sumo, and Trent Frazier on the floor and what he saw after the first game. We'll get you that in a, in a second, but uh, I don't want to overestimate them or over-evaluate them yet, but Illinois did pretty well in that cha- national championship run with three guards oh, yeah. in D, Darren, and well, Luther. Absolutely, and, and these guys are... These guys will stack up with most of the guards that Illinois will play this year. And when you got three of them, it, it really helps a guy like Jordan, who is not a creator. But the fact that these other three can create, and then we saw the, the creating that uh, the creating ability that uh, that Fraser had in the last game, that means a lot to the to the set shooters on the team because if you can penetrate and kick, that's a that's an offense in itself. A lot of teams just do that. Just if you have a guard that can break down the defense and you had three of them, there's going to be somebody open on the wing all the time. Now, talking about that, there's a need still, obviously, for Illinois in the post. They may be answering some of that need for next year later on tonight. Well, that's right. Antoine January has uh, given an indication he's going to announce it 7 o'clock tonight, huh? Yeah. Right. What, you waiting until the end of our show or what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, right, uh, right before this game, and but the day before signing day. I don't know if that means. Well, it means a lot. I mean, if, if he commits tonight, <laughs> it means he's going to sign tomorrow, I would guess. But he uh, he is a Californian who is a 6'10 Californian who is playing in Phoenix, I believe, this year this final season in high school and uh, he's a guy that uh, is he's a three to four star guy some are rating him a four star some rate him a three star but he's a, a center a type of center that uh, that Illinois needs for the future offers from uh, New Mexico Washington State Boise State uh, DePaul there is you know sort some social media buzz that is excited about him I uh, haven't seen anything definitive but uh, there's some folks feeling it's pointing the way of of Illinois. He's kind of come on late. You know, this was not a guy that many people were talking about well, we in the recruiting have, circles. We better have some guys coming on late because we didn't have anybody coming on early. <laughs> That's true. Signing day's tomorrow. Yeah, but, but There's a press conference scheduled for some of the other Illinois sports to announce their commits, but right now, Illinois basketball wasn't uh, men's basketball is not part of that conference. Well, they're not going to be even part of it until they got him, you know, once he's committed. Yeah. All right, more coming up here on Fighting Illini Game Day from, uh, and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all your retirement and planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management voted number one in the People's Choice Awards. We'll get our keys to the game in a little bit. And later on, Ryan Barnhart as the coach's corner as he talks to Illini assistant Jamal Walker, all getting set for Illinois and Georgetown here at the State Farm Center. Back in a moment. 
it's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. Back at the State Farm Center, courtside, Illinois and Georgetown. Coming up at 7.30 here on Newstalk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. All right, Lauren and I were talking about the three guards. Here's Brad Underwood on his three guards after the first game. That's a pretty good three-headed monster. And, I, you know, I, I say that because they're all different. They all do a little bit of, of, of something. Uh, and yet a game like Trent had, you know, we all know Trent's capable of 30 every night. And yet he just got in the flow and he made the right passes and, and he got the ball to guys on time. He was exceptional in pick and rolls. His reads were great. And um, that's affecting a game just as well. And, and you know, when it gets a guy like A.J. going or it gets a guy like Georgie going, um, that, that becomes the ultimate team then. And, uh, you know, Dre can do that. Io can do that. Io had his flurry in the second half that was – uh, a little taste of what he can do in, in the open court. And and both those guys jump up and make threes. And, and um, uh, it's a fun trio to coach. And, and we're still we're still tweaking things with them, um, especially on the defensive side. But uh, uh, I'm glad they're on my team. Well, one thing I saw, Lauren, in the Evansville game, it's, it's a fun group to watch play. I don't know if that means wins or not, but it, it is fun to watch them play. They have a lot of get after it. 22 assists, 20 layups against Evanston. That's a lot. That's fun to watch. Yeah, and, and uh, that's why I say you get assists because you are creating, uh, breaking down somebody and getting the ball to somebody else that's open. That, that's what you have to do. But you're not going to get 20 layups tonight. Or uh, Did I say 20 or 22 layups that they got against Evansville? You're not going to get that tonight, not against a team with 6'10", 6'9", 6'8", in the front line. No. I tell you what, but you, it, you need to pull up someone and shoot the five, six, eight footer. Tevian Jones showed off a little bit of a jump shot. Well, he has a good got, looking yeah. shot. Yeah, he's got a good jump shot, but uh, the, the, he's got the worst shot in basketball because it's inside the three point line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, they say that the worst shot in basketball is now the 18 footer, 17 footer, because it's only worth two points. And it, it's a game for threes. I'm, I'm still going back to Savannah State. 78 threes attempted in one game. <laughs> they had over 50 the next game. I mean, it's a th- you know it's a three-point game. You got to make them. And... All right, and we're just getting some news here. Scott Ritchie is uh, reporting from the the News Gazette that Trent Frazier is not playing tonight, out for concussion protocol. And this happened yesterday at Monday's practice. We'll get Scott oh, on here man, in just a minute. A big... That's uh, big news. That is that's huge. This is just fresh. No Trent Frazier tonight. Here we are just talking about three guards. Yeah. No, and, no and hint. I didn't know anything about it. He no. got hurt yesterday, huh? Yeah, at the end of uh, yesterday's practice. And I guess let's have Scott Ritchie uh, join us now. Scott, we this was not even talked about, obviously, by Brad Underwood uh, at yesterday's press conference. Nobody would have thought to ask at a practice that nobody saw. Maybe he didn't know yet. Yeah, well, and how'd you come across this? Uh, Derek Burson just came by and, and let us know. But at the end of practice yesterday, we talked with Trent and looked like I mean, it looked like he was fine. I mean, not, it apparently happened one of the last things they did, and maybe it wasn't you know, fully diagnosed until uh, after that point. But uh, maybe something came up during the day where you know, the, the symptoms showed. But that's a 
a loss for Illinois. Today. Oh, man. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not sure you can quantify it. No, I'm, I, that's right. I mean, it hurts the bench. It hurts, uh, you know, the, the he, he's your main scorer. Yeah, you know, but he also I mean, he had seven assists absolutely. and no turnovers against Evansville, and he didn't have to be the main scorer. Yeah. I, mean, I think you would probably assume Andres Feliz will move into the starting lineup and maybe, you know, take on more of kind of the, the point guard duties and maybe not be asked to score quite as much. But and then, then that changes your bench because he's the guy you brought off the bench to run the, the quote-unquote second unit, as it were. Yeah, you start to run out of guards a little bit. I mean, Alan Griffin is a freshman who hasn't played yet. Yeah, he'll play tonight. Yeah, I mean, he had a, a knee injury that he suffered, I guess, what, two Sundays ago now and didn't play against Evansville. But uh, – they're going to need him, and he's available tonight to play, and as I would imagine he's going to maybe see a few more minutes than, than originally expected. Yeah, I guess maybe a little bit more to DeMonte, but he, uh, you know, I think DeMonte Williams more is the the blue-collar guy doing all the other things besides the scoring. I mean, he'll get a few, he'll get him some points, you know, but. Yeah, but. it's, I mean, more is going to be on Iota Sumer's shoulders, more on Andres Felice's shoulders, and then. Aaron Jordan's going to have to play like he did against Evansville. I mean, I think 19 points. I, mean, I don't know if he's going to get that, but it would certainly help Illinois. And then need more from Kipper Nichols. I mean, just need more from everyone to kind of fill you know, the void that not having Trent Frazier is going to make. Well, that's a stunner. Yep. All right, Trent Frazier out because of concussion protocol. We didn't have any indication of this until just now. And uh, I guess now better than Maui. Or well, he's got plenty of time for that. Surgeon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they don't play until Monday. Yeah. Uh, so there, there's time to recover. Um, you know, concussions are tricky. Though. You never know how long it's going to take. But uh, I don't think it, it doesn't sound like it's a, a serious thing. But it is any blip on the concussion radar, though, that you have to handle it the right way. Indeed. All right. We'll come back with our keys to the game. Coach's corner coming up. Illinois and Georgetown tonight from the State Farm Center. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. State Farm Center, Illinois, and Georgetown. The Hoyas in tonight for the first time since 2005. Illinois beat them in December of 05, 58-48. The one win for Georgetown in this all-time matchup came in the 1994 NCAA tournament in the opening round, bouncing the Illini back then. By the way, Patrick Ewing has never played Illinois when he was with the Hoyas. And so, uh, obviously, this is the first time coaching against them as well. Scott Beatty with Lauren Tate and with Scott Ritchie here. And if you just missed it, the news is Trent Frazier out tonight for the Illini. Their best scorer, scoring threat, I guess, so far. Uh, is gone tonight because of concussion protocols. The Illini will have to try and fill that hole. Let's get to our keys to the game. They are brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champaign, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. All right, Scott Ritchie, what's your key to a game, this game without Trent Frazier? How do you do it? <laughs> well, <laughs> I think more importance is probably placed on you know, trying to, I'm not going to say stop, but at least slow down or limit you know, Jesse Govan, who's Georgetown's starting center, a double-double you know, threat just standing there. I mean, he's, he's probably going to get his numbers, but anything that 
you know, maybe Georgie Bajanashvili can do to make Govan's life a little tougher it will certainly help Illinois. And, I mean, I wonder if Adonis De La Rosa is going to play tonight because he is out here dressed. Uh, he's got his knee brace on, but maybe the most telling thing is he didn't go through the same type of pregame workout that he did before the exhibition game against Illinois West. Because you knew he wouldn't play in that one. Yeah, or I mean, he did the same thing uh, before the Evansville game where I mean, he – you know, went hard in that workout, you know, kind of by himself with one of actually with the graduate manager, Grant Bale. So, in fact, he didn't do that tonight. makes me wonder if he's going to get some real minutes. I imagine his – yeah, I imagine the minutes might be a little bit small. He's probably not in full game condition yet, but it could help. Yeah, and, I mean, he's just – even if he's not able to run the court, you know, up and down that many times, he's a big physical presence that, you know, just throw him on Govan and Lawrence – you know, motion to me, he's got five good ones to give. <laughs> That's right. Five. Yeah, go out and get some fouls. All right, Lauren, your 10-second key. Well, I, I'm going to go with defense, too. you got to keep him off the board, and, and that'll be the big thing. I think defensively, you have to keep him off the board. That'll do it here for our keys to the game, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. This is the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. For all of your retirement planning and investment needs, Rudy Wealth Management voted number one in the People's Choice Awards. Coming up, the Coach's Corner, Brian Barnhart talks with Jamal Walker, and then more here from courtside at the State Farm Center with Brian and Dion. Back with the Coach's Corner right after this on Fighting Illini Game Day. Welcome back to Fighting Illini Game Day and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. I'm Scott Beatty. Illinois in the Gavit Games tonight hosting Georgetown out of the Big East. It's time now for the Coach's Corner brought to you by Hickory Point Bank. Fighting Illini voice Brian Barnhart is with Illini assistant coach Jamal Walker. Jamal, good to see you again and uh, an opponent that uh, I know we all knew growing up. Wow, Georgetown. Absolutely. Uh, growing up in the early 80s and Watching Patrick Ewing and uh, Dikembe Mutombo, Alonzo Mourning through that stretch of uh, phenomenal play, and those guys going to Final Fours with uh, Big John as the coach. So, uh, fun game, but, uh, but you know now we're in the 2000 you know era, and so it's a little different. But they're you know they're they're anchored down by that guy at that era, so it's fun to see them see him over there coaching his alma mater. Yeah, it certainly is, and uh, I had forgotten just kind of going back over. They were in three out of four title games in the early 80s. I mean, you forgot about the consistency there. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I, I'm a basketball nut. So, I mean, growing up in that area and watching him play against, you know, in Seattle and win it all, I remember watching that and then watching them lose to Villanova uh, in the national championship, basically the perfect game. Yeah, and so, took a perfect game. Yeah, and then watching him lose to Michael in the first one, his freshman year, and losing to Michael on the jump shot. So, I mean, those are vivid memories for me just because I'm a, I'm a basketball, you know, basketball yeah. guy. But, um, you know that 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 school and uh, the great they have a great academic situation. They're in the Big East. And, you know that kind of synonymous with being in the Big East. So it has a lot of history and tradition. Do the uh, I know he's only in the second year, but do you see kind of the reflection of Coach Ewing in his team? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, if you remember watching Pat play and. Uh, at that area, he was tough. He was physical, and uh, he, he was intimidating. Uh, I think uh, what they try—they don't play as like they do as far as defensively, uh, a lot of pressing. But they, they'll throw that out there. But uh, you see his uh, his touch on the big guys. I mean, Jesse Govan is their best player. You can see uh, his impact on him, and you can see his rise in, in, in college basketball because 
uh, partly because of Pat Ewing and his staff. Yeah. Govan was a double-double guy last year. I yeah, think. he was. Yeah. He was I mean, a double-double guy last year, and I, I think he'll do the same thing this year, just watching him on film. I mean, he hasn't – I mean, he's, he's an efficient scorer. Uh, he can he can score on all three levels. He can make mid-range jumpers. He can he can post it. Uh, he can shoot threes. He's probably their best one of their best three-point shooters on their team. So he's he's got a great career ahead of him. I was talking to Coach Lodori about Pickett, six eight. They've got him on a wing, right? And yeah, yeah, six eight wing, and uh, <laughs> and that's not that's not a position he's playing just because. I mean, he's a legitimate wing at six eight. He, he shoots the ball tremendously. He's got a great shot at six eight. Once he get it off, you're not blocking his shot. So. Um, we got our hands full with that. Uh, he's a terrific shooter. And then they're, they're young guards, man. I think they, they're confident. I think they're, they're kids who, uh, who believe in themselves and believe they belong on the stage. And so uh, I think they're going to be very excited to come in here and play. We'll talk about some more with uh, Jamal Walker about Georgetown. The Hoyas come in 2-0. and Back after this on the Coach's Corner. Jamal Walker with us here on the Coach's Corner. Tonight's 7.30 tip-off, Illinois and Georgetown. I was looking at uh, Mac McClung, 6'2 freshman. Uh, saw some highlights of him dunking the ball. A yeah, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a tremendous <laughs> athlete. Uh, he's got, uh, I'm sure he's got a lot of social media followers. These kids love that stuff. And uh, I, I think he's the kind of kid, um, uh, knowing he's just athletic, but he's a good basketball player. I mean, sometimes you get caught up in what the highlight reel uh, shows you, but he's a good basketball player. He, he's he's, he's, he's going to grow in the game. I think he's only going to get better. Yeah. Who else should we watch for? I see uh, there's another freshman guard too, right? Yeah, James, James Akinjo was a really good player. I followed him a lot. And, uh, you know, these kids play on the EYBL circuit and the Nike circuit. Uh, he was the MVP of the uh, of the Peace Jam, which is a synonymous uh, tournament. If you look at the MVPs of the Peace Jam, mm-hmm. you'll see there's been some pretty good names up there. And he was a really good player on their run to win that thing. So he's a really good player. And then Josh LeBlanc, who's a freshman, who's a post player. I love his energy. I love what he brings to the table because he's a shot blocker. Uh, his, his skill is going to continue to improve. And I, I think that he's got uh, – Coach Ewing's got a great foundation of young guys that he can build around. Doesn't look like he plays much, but I'm just looking at names here. Mirasan is on the team. He, yeah, his dad yeah. was in the NBA. And a guy that does play is Morning, and that's Alonzo. Yeah, son. I think they got their – we're getting old. <laughs> their kids are good enough to play at college level. Uh, George Mirasan's son does play, and, and uh, Trey Morning, Alonzo's son, are, are, are a factor that, on a factor on the team. Trey, obviously a grad transfer, excuse me, a grad fifth-year guy, not a grad mm-hmm. transfer, but a fifth-year guy. Um, he's improved, and I think he's an anchor for them. Uh, defensively, and I think he, he he does all the little things for his team, and uh, you need those kind of guys in order to be successful. Mm-hmm. What kind of pace do they like to play? Uh, medium pace. I think they'll run when necessary. I think the two young guards really like to run, but I, I, the meat and potatoes of this team is throwing that ball to uh, number 15, Jesse Govan. So, and, and you know what? I don't blame him. I think he's a terrific player. That's why he's a double-double guy, and, and he's got to get touches. So we got to do a really good job. Uh, limiting his touches in his sweet spots. Uh, we got to do a really good job with ball pressure without fouling. We don't want to parade into the foul line because we're out there uh, being silly with our uh, with, with our hands and not and touching those guys. We want to be active. And, and then when the shot goes up, you know, we, we got to hit. We got to hit these guys. And then uh, we're not going to win the jumping contest today with 6'8 wing and 6'10, 6'9. But uh, what we can do is that we can execute our, free, uh, our box outs. And then uh, we got any ball that hits the floor, we got to get. I know we've been uh, pressing early in the year. I know it's early in the year with it, but uh, I like our press. I like what it does. Yeah, I'm glad you do. <laughs> yeah, you want it to be better. Yeah, right? we got to get better. I mean, yeah. it, it's a work in progress. It's something we, we enjoy, uh, and I think it's going to be beneficial to our team uh, moving forward. But, you know, it does have some, uh, some warts in it, and we got, we got mm-hmm. to smooth those things out. Yeah. Well, I know the competition tonight is 
obviously a step up, and we're going to Maui here pretty soon. So we're, the learning curve is pretty quick. We're here. going to Maui. <laughs> I did hear something about. Oh, that. okay. Well, yeah. I didn't know we're going to Maui. I'm just. I know we play Georgetown tonight. Yeah, now, okay. I'm excited about going to Maui, but one step at a time. Yeah. You know the old cliche. We just want to take care of business here. This is the game in front of us. Uh, this is a, a, a great preparation, a great opponent for us as we move forward to see what this team has. Yeah. Hey, Jamal, great to visit. Good luck. Thank you. Thanks, Brian and Jamal. That'll do it for the Coach's Corner. There's more coming up from the State Farm Center with Brian Barnhart and Dion Thomas. I'm Scott Beatty. I'll be back with you after the ball game for the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. We'll take your calls and your texts about Illinois and Georgetown. It's all coming your way here on News Talk 1400, WDWS Champaign-Urbana and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana.